Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, March 8th, 2022, and this is day 1452 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and praise you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for waking us up to see this great day that you created just for us. Thank you, Lord, for keeping your hedge of protection around us all day and all night and watching over our families, our children, our children, and helping us, Lord, to be the best that you created us to be, to go forth in great boldness and courage to do exactly what you've called us to do. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is, you have what you need. You have everything you need to accomplish what God has given you to do. So we're going to be coming out of Exodus chapter 16, verses 4 through 35. All right. It may not look like what you're used to. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. <laughs> but you have what you need. All right. Exodus 4, starting at verse 16, and we'll probably go to verse 35. And it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. So just to give you a... Uh, backdrop of what was happening. The um, Israelites had just been delivered out of uh, Egypt through uh, Moses. God used Moses and his brother Aaron. Well, they started grumbling and complaining because for, at one point there was no water and now there was no food. And they're, you know, they're saying, hey, we, we could, would have done better just staying in Egypt. <laughs> and at least there was food. So this is what God gave him, said he was going to... Um, rain down bread from heaven. You know, that is, that is just amazing to me. He's going to rain down bread from heaven. And then he says, in this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in. And that is to be twice as much as they gather on other days. So he said, the people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. I missed that one. And then on the sixth day, they gather twice as much. So verse six, so Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, in the evening, you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. And in the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord because he has heard your grumbling against him. See, they were grumbling uh, at Moses. But when we're grumbling against the man or woman of God, we're grumbling against God. He, he says, who are we that you should grumble against us? Moses also said, you will know that it was the Lord when he gives you meat to eat in the evening and all the bread you want in the morning. Because he has heard your grumbling against him, who are we? You're not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses told Aaron, say to the entire Israelite community, come before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. While Aaron was speaking to the whole Israelite community, they looked toward the desert and there was the glory 
of the Lord appearing in the cloud. Wow. The Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them at twilight you will eat meat and in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord, your God. That evening quail came and covered the camp. And in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they, they said to each other, what is it? They, for they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, it is bread. The Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Everyone is to gather as much as they need. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much. And the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. Then Moses said to them, no one is to keep any of it until morning. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning, but it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. You know, many times God says, don't worry about what this person says or that person does. Be concerned about what I give you. I will provide all your needs according to my riches and glory, the Lord said. Uh, others others that you take in or, or advice or or looking towards them for help, uh, it will rot, it will die, it will get old, it will not do what God, what God gives you will do. Verse 21, each morning everyone gathered as much as they needed, and when the sun grew hot, it melted away. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much, two omers for each person, and the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses. He said to them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow, is to be a day of Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it until morning. So they saved it until morning as Moses commanded. And and it did not stink or get maggots in it. So when we obey God and do it the way he says it, we don't have to worry about anything getting funky or stinky. <laughs> he says, uh, eat it today, Moses said, because today is the Sabbath to the Lord. You will not find any of it on the ground today. Six days you are together, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will not be any. Nevertheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. So they had to go hungry that day. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will you refuse to keep my commands and my instructions? Bear in mind that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. That is why on the sixth day, he gives you bread for two days. Everyone is to stay where they are on the Sabbath day. No one is to go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was like it was white like coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Take an omer 
of manna and keep it for generations to come so they can see the bread I gave you to eat in the wilderness when I brought you out of Egypt. God wants us to remember what he's done for us and then share it with future generations. So Moses said to Aaron, take a jar and put an omer of manna in it, then place it before the Lord to be kept for the generations to come. As the Lord commanded Moses, Aaron put the manna with the tablets of the covenant law so that it might be preserved. The Israelites ate manna 40 years until they came to a land that was settled. They ate manna until they reached the border of Canaan. 40 years. They didn't have to worry about a menu plan. What are we going to have for dinner today? What's for breakfast today? <clears throat> oh my gosh. Hey, you're having manna. Tonight you're having quail. Tomorrow you're having manna. Tonight you're having quail. <laughs> and you can create it any way you want. I tell you, I bet some people got pretty creative in the way they, they made it. Remember he said you can bake or boil. Whatever you're going to do, do it on that sixth day. Don't do it on the Sabbath day. That is the day of rest. So point number one, have you ever noticed how no matter how many times you tell some people to go right, they still go left and they wonder why they keep bumping their heads? It's called following God's instructions. Think about it. When your internet goes out, Every child in your house is losing their minds. <laughs> you call your internet provider. They walk you through steps to get it back up and running. As long as you do what they say in the sequence they give you, you will have internet again. And your kids uh, off will be off your back. <laughs> I'll never forget when we, um, a couple of, uh, let's see, a year or so ago, uh, uh, we were uh, doing lunches and that we would give out to people that may be in need. And uh, my great nephew, my niece, and, and she would bring her three children, my great nephew and nieces, to help. And they were like, they're like seven and eight. And the baby girl is like three. Please forgive the noise in the background. It's my dogs. Uh, hey, 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 stop. And so anyway, he says, uh, Aunt Jackie. Um, when are you going to get Wi-Fi here in the church? Every time you come, you got Wi-Fi yet? How much does it cost? Do you need me to help get the Wi-Fi? <laughs> and then we finally got Wi-Fi. He was a happy camper. <laughs> God gave the Israelites everything they needed. It was up to them to, to follow instructions, to receive their daily blessings. As you can see, some received and some did not because of their disobedience. He says, number one, gather what you need for you and your household six days per week. Those clear instructions. Secondly, prepare food uh, for the seventh day. And on the sixth day, gather enough for two days. So you'll gather enough for two days and you prepare the food for the seventh day. Third, if you gather more uh, on any other day, it will rot and stink. But on that sixth day, you can get, you gather twice as much and it won't rot or stink. And uh, on the seventh day, there will be nothing on the ground. There will be no quail. There will be no manna. And he's instructed the people to rest on the seventh day. We too need to rest. We need to get our rest every single day. But we God rested uh, on the seventh day 
Um, so many people still, you know, uh, do that and uh, they cook everything and prepare everything on that sixth day. Hey, I think that's a beautiful thing. Do what you do. Uh, share, share the goodness of the Lord with future generations were very explicit instructions that the Lord gave. So let's go uh, to point number two. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to read John chapter six, and that's another scripture that I wanted to give. John chapter six, verses 47 through 51. <clears throat> and it says, this is Jesus speaking. And he says, very truly, I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. <clears throat> this bread is my flesh, which I will give for you. I will give for the life of the world. So he's not saying cannibalism, eat his flesh, literally. He's saying, eat the word of God, digest the word of God, live according to what the word of God says, have Jesus in your heart. That means you've accepted him as your savior, as your Lord. Now he lives, he resides in you. And now you are um, depicting the character of Jesus Christ and you're growing in him daily. Jesus is the bread of life. Once we accept him, it's a done deal. We don't have to do do it every day like you know like they did um in the wilderness they had to go out and collect every day no this is a once one time jesus died once and for all and rose up victorious over death hell and the grave for everyone who desired to accept him as savior um and also uh once we accept him as our savior and lord we are eating the bread of life it will never rot dry out or disappear and through him, we have everything we need. We don't have to worry about a thing. We simply trust Jesus with everything and watch him provide for you in ways that you would not have ever imagined. Right? Sending manna from heaven? <laughs> that is amazing. I'll never forget. A few years ago, we were planning to go on our little road trip to Texas to visit Dee Dee and Charles, my daughter and son in love. And um, I thought, you know, I want to go shopping. I want to do some things. But I, we had enough to get there and back and to cover food and those kind of things. But no extra money for shopping. And I said, Lord, I would really love to have maybe $500 so me and my husband could shop a little bit. And I didn't think much more of it. And uh, that day we were getting ready to go or the day before our cash app you know how when you get someone puts money on your cash app it dings um and so it 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 dinged like oh i wonder who's sending us money and i i looked at mine and uh there was 250 dollars that my daughter-in-law shavaz had sent me and then my husband when i got home he goes honey honey uh Morris sent me uh, $250 on my cash app. And I'm like, what? We were just both stunned, our son. And so we, and that was $500 right there. So we called him like, hey, why are y'all, did you mean to send us this? Did you mean to just send $25? Or, because we send each other $25 for our birth, for birthdays. 
And uh, we had kind of stopped doing that, but um, they said, nope, we are just sending that to you to say, um, enjoy your anniversary uh, that was coming up, an anniversary gift. We're like, what? And I said, look at God. You, you know, he gives you what you need and even the desires of your heart. I'll never forget one day uh, I was really tight for money. Uh, we were it was like between pay weeks and uh, had just enough to get us through till payday. And I had about 50 bucks to get gas and to get a few fill in little grocery items. This was when food wasn't so expensive and gas wasn't so expensive. This was a few years ago. <laughs> and so. um I normally would go to the gas station uh, that's up the hill and is closer and it's en route to the grocery store. Well, this particular day, the Lord said, instead of going left, go right to the other gas station. I'm like, oh, okay, Lord, well, that's going to be out of the way. The Lord said, go right, not left. So I did, and I went to that gas station, and I was only going to get maybe about $20 worth of gas, you know, and... And the Lord said, get 30. And I'm thinking, well, that only leaves me with 20 for the food I need to get. And um, so he says, get 30. And so I did. And uh, I went in to pay because I had cash, and, you know. Um, and I went in to pay and there was a gentleman in there uh, ahead of me. <clears throat> and he said, <clears throat> I'm paying for this young lady's gas. I didn't know this man from Adam. He says, I'm like, oh, no, 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 sir. No, no, no. He goes, oh, no, no. I'm paying for your gas. And he did. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But that's what God will do. And and a relationship uh, came about. This gentleman shared his story with me about, you know, how God healed his body. Uh, he had been in the in the military and, and, and in um, uh, the army, uh, I think, in, the, in that branch of the military. And he had got injured and... He nearly died. He shared about how, you know, his family suffered because of it and how he's chosen to enjoy life to the fullest and be a blessing to others. We even invite him to come and share on a Wednesday night at our church. Who would ever think it, right? Look at what God did in that one instant. What is God showing you? He's saying you've got everything you need right there, but it's all about obeying him. I've been saying this a lot over the last few weeks. And, and it goes right back to, in every single thing, obeying God. And he is going to provide your needs. Just trust him. Have faith in him. And know that he will work it out. He loves you so, so much. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is the that's accepting the bread of life, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the angels are rejoicing because of you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our precious youth 
life skills, workforce skills, and entrepreneurship development. Please uh, become a partner, um, you know, support this great work that God has blessed us to do. All right, we appreciate you so, so much. Go forth, mighty warriors, and make this an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.